0: listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This
1: is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Alan Cochran and we have a special guest Holly Walsh is with us today. Uh, you can text the show on 8 12, 15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show directly through the Absolute Radio. Website. So, welcome, Holly. I should say um, that Emily has lost her voice. Can you imagine <laughs> her seething <laughs> with rage I actually silently. can't think of a person that would be more upset by that. Affliction? No. <laughs> no. So, um, Emily, um, I don't imagine you'll be up this early, but um, if, should you ever hear this, um, we love you and get well soon. But we love you too, Holly. Well. Yes. <laughs> it's very nice to... I uh, mean,
2: I, yeah, I, I'm gutted that Emily's not here, but it's nice to hang out. Yeah, exactly. Nice to
1: be here. Yeah, just, you know, friend of the show and all that. I was, um, let me throw this in early. I was talking to a a, a friend of mine last night who said that he'd uh, someone had told him that he was um, too nice for his own good. Oh, That's yeah. what they said. And uh, he said it's like, it's a, it's a weird sort of unsettling uh, thing to say, isn't it? And I thought, um, I don't think anyone's ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: what was the context of this? Well, I didn't
1: quite understand. Was it a lady?
2: <laughs> was it like lady? Like this guy didn't have much luck with the ladies? And no, no. I think, really was, I think it was. I
1: think it was a business associate that said to him. He was too oh. nice for his own good. Um, but I. I, I don't mean that people have never said to me that I'm not nice but I think they think I measure my niceness quite accurately. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's no
1: overlap. Yeah, the gauge is bang on. You've yeah.
2: balanced good against niceness and you've got a pretty spot on Well, balance. I think that
1: um, I'm like a, I'm like a a carpet fitter. I cut my niceness exactly for the gap, <laughs> and then put it in there. There's no overlap. You don't have to trim my niceness. <laughs> so um, anyone who's listening in who's too nice for their own good, listen to me. Add a little bit of gittishness. <laughs> and a smattering. Just a smattering. <laughs> yeah, that's all. So uh, I've been uh, I've been up north this week. Oh, how was that? It's a bit colder you think it is a bit colder Breaking you live news. up you live Breaking up there it's, it's true yeah but you think that's it's like a myth.
3: manchester though manchester's got a sort of a strange kind of well it was in
1: blackburn and that's quite near isn't it
3: greater manchester yeah but um but i'm sort of sheltered by the pennines it's nice
1: I I you're sheltered by the Pennines <laughs> can, not a, can I say genuinely it, not as cold. he says that he's wearing like a Fair Isle jumper <laughs> and he has a thick beard he looks like a man who is literally <laughs> sheltered by the Pennines in his lean to in, in some small foresting area.
3: I haven't found it cold up north yet this year Really? No, not at all. But you
2: have an adjusted thermostat, though.
3: I definitely do,
1: yeah. That's just talk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can do on radio.
1: No, but I mean... <laughs> <The laughs> if I
2: mimed that, it would that not was, have worked.
1: If only <laughs> that was true. We I have photos of all <laughs> sorts on this show.
3: Yeah. I've got an adjusted thermostat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I, wore, I actually wore a, a singlet. Um, Is that with,
2: like a, a gilet?
1: Um, A gilet is a furry uh, thing, isn't it? It's like a body warmer, isn't it? It's a vest, a singlet. Uh, Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a vest. Um, no, there was no zip on it. it was undershirt and suit, was it? Undershirt, yeah, I thought undershirt and suit would be better <laughs> yeah. than that, over. <laughs> yeah. Like some sort I'm of. I was bled to Holly because you assumed okay. was an outer garment. Yeah, no, no, is. it's not like a middle aged superhero. I wore my vest <laughs> over my suit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
1: would have been. It was an interesting experience, which I'll tell you about in a bit.
0: Frank? Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Yeah, so
1: the vest. I can't remember really wearing a vest since I've been dressing myself. Really? Yeah.
2: What do you wear then? If I'm really cold. Yeah, between skin and shirt.
1: Nothing. Air. <laughs> eh. Sometimes I'll wear a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll leave on the pyjama jacket if it's a really cold day.
2: <laughs> no. Pajama jacket?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do you call it?
2: Well, I mean, I like the idea that you've got a full tailored, (laughs) a fully tailored
1: three-piece pajama suit. I have. I have got a (laughs) pajama waistcoat. (laughs) You never get pajama waistcoats. Why not for the cold weather?
3: There's a lot of gaps in the market, isn't
2: there? A pajama cummerbund.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, see, that's what I could. I could have worn a waistcoat, I suppose. Yeah, you got a three-piece. But, you know, it's such a statement. Anyway, I wore a vest and, um... It's, there's all sorts of pluses, which I mean... To be honest, I've, I've left it off today because I thought oh, I'm back, back in London, and I'm, I'm missing it a bit. You know yeah, when you, you do that? It, it? It's mm. not being held. Well, I'm not, I'm not very... I don't really feel it. Oh, I'm a scrawny big. character, and it, I don't know if they're to be loose-fitting <laughs> vests. You <laughs> know when you see Bruce Willis in a vest? It's uh-huh. stretched to the limit. I look like Gandhi in a white carrier bag. <laughs> If you can imagine that's that. Too much
3: for to think about. Yeah, um, I have several vests, and I would say uh, the bigger ones aren't as comforting as uh, you maybe drop a size and oh. you just feel like you are being given a gentle cuddle by an undergarment. I'll try that. Day.
1: I'll try you know, that. I don't know if I've got the figure for it. You're you're a very fine figure of a man. What with your martial arts?
3: Oh, Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks.
1: But I think I look like I'm being bandaged.
3: <laughs> I'm not talking about appearance. I'm talking about feel.
1: No, no. You I, can't see
2: it anyway. It, it? You're not going to see it. No one's going to see you it. You
1: see Bruce Willis all the time. <laughs> Unless you're going to walk around the house
3: in it like Marlon Brando or something. Like, yeah. You know, don't
1: do Paul that. Paul Newman, I always think of an, in old white vest. I
2: think you should get one slightly too long for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think this one is a bit long.
2: Yeah.
1: You have to keep um, hitching it up. Yeah. But I tell you, one of the there's two brilliant things I'd never really thought about with the vest. One is I've basically worn it all week, because it a- when t- once it settles, it's quite a long way away from your armpits. Yeah. So it doesn't get any of that damage that, like, a t-shirt gets. <laughs> you know, the armpits are, a, you know, they're a difficult. The area. producer
3: looks as if she may be physically sick. At the <laughs> I'm going to say this though.
2: Uh, I don't have particularly. Big y- rotation when I, when it comes to bras, like I'll wear a bra f- for for a few days. But, a d- but few does, days. does a
1: bra reach the armpit? It doesn't, does it?
2: No, the same so, reason. So that's it.
1: So why does it get does your bra get dirty, unless you you know you dribble a lot? <laughs> what dirt is a bra? That that's this morning's texting. What dirt is a bra? <laughs> Um, yeah, the other thing I've noticed—it's great. Um, you know, when you put a T-shirt on, it sort of often messes your hair up a bit. Uh-huh. A vest you can take it on and off with a, with a, <laughs> a coiffured buffon. Yeah, and but it doesn't ha- make you- any you difference. You have
2: to take it off in the sort of cross over your arms, either side. That's how models take off vests. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can't just like pull it off over your top.
1: Now I'm going to have to think about. I think what I do is I roll it at the chest and then I tip my arms out and then I, I bring the it off. Least
0: sexy. Like a- yes, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I
1: always try to take the least sexy <laughs> option. I find I, I find myself there naturally. <laughs>
0: the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio.
2: Okay. Um, Someone just texted in. To say are you that you me? looked what? hunky.
1: I looked hunky. A
2: woman called Jill describes says you looked hunky on the uh, podcast um, image.
1: Oh, okay,
2: hunky. That is an old <laughs> I've school. Never.
1: So you see, you wear a vest for one week. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> suddenly game changer. <laughs> have you yeah.
2: kissed your guns yet? <laughs>
1: um, I might have. What are they? <laughs>
2: <laughs> your um,
1: you biceps. That. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: You give it an old. That's what people do um, When you did that in that jumper, it looked like you just felled a tree And you yeah. were celebrating That's
1: the look I'm going for
0: Recently, fell A lumberjack tree look. Yeah. A, a, no, I a lumberjack
1: I haven't kissed my uh, <laughs> I wasn't
3: Could I kiss from...
1: my god Hold on, I'm going yep. <laughs> to
2: You're not supposed to use tongues <laughs>
1: Oh well I just felt they were really giving me the, uh, the glad eye <laughs> Keep it their time, yeah Turn out it was a mole <laughs> Oh, what about if you really got into like that, like, snogging your <laughs> biceps? I mean, what if? Could you kiss your tricep? That would be difficult. Oh, yeah, careful, careful. You if need
3: to be a bit double Careful, if that, if, that, have... if, that, if that beard gets
1: go. enmeshed in that knitwear.
0: <laughs> I had a
1: parcel arrive today. I was very, very excited to open it. And, uh, you know, a little parcel, bit of a treat, near, getting on near to Christmas. I opened it, and it was um, beard oil. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Not oil for your beard, but be- oil that's been extracted <laughs> from beards that, <laughs> that you use for cooking. <laughs> yeah, a bit like olive oil. There apparently, there's a shortage of olives this year because of the uh, olive blight. <laughs> that's right. And so people are extracting it from facial hair. Mm-hmm. I find it found it a bit. Um, it needed an extra filtering. <laughs> 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 no, it was for it was for the cockerel. Can you believe yeah, that? So they
3: sent me some beard oil. I mean, why didn't they it? send it to you?
1: I I was misled.
3: Yeah. It is a shame that it said Frank Skinner on the box, so you got excited thinking you were getting something. It did also say beard oil on the box. I didn't
1: say that read that bit. I felt there was a hint that I should apply it grow a beard you no I'm some. into you oh <laughs> I mean, why send it to me like I should you know when people get behind stand behind someone and start doing the massage thing yeah some things that creepy men do at work yes if I just stood behind you and you had expected suddenly started massaging your beard with oil I think I've
3: been less comfortable with the tone of a show since joining this one this is
1: yeah. interesting well that how wouldn't that would just show how, you know how close we feel to each other that that <laughs> wouldn't be an issue <laughs> yeah
3: okay mm. <laughs>
1: Um, I'm, I'm uh, speaking of um, co-presenters on this show I'm currently uh, on tour with uh, Gareth Richards who used Indeed. to be in your seat
3: used to be in the cockerel seat
1: no one sent him beard oil <laughs> there's a good reason for that <laughs> he didn't have a beard but um, I was with him in Sheffield this week and he said to me I'll show you something interesting and I thought well, I love a bit of local colour and um it was a place called Paradise Square and uh, Gareth had visited it before and it, there was a plaque there where uh, John Wesley had preached this is the sort of thing Gareth points <laughs> at and it was so uh, we stood and looked at that for a bit Right, uh, but yeah this is what Turin is like, forget those books about, about Led Zeppelin and stuff it's, <laughs> it's mainly um, plaques of the great preachers but um The plaque said, um, John Wesley uh, preached here on blah, blah, gave the date, and he said, and and then it was a quote from him, and it was, it was the biggest congregation I ever saw on a weekday. (laughs) And I thought, if I'd have took that quote, I'd have left off on On a a weekday. It's a slightly, do you know what I mean? It's slightly (laughs) under-kotsy. I mean, I suppose Sunday's the big day for them. But it did make me think... Manic Street Preachers Yeah What is that name about? Is there a street called Manic Street where people preach? Oh Or is it, are they street people who preach in the street who are manic? How would you read it? Holly um, If you had to guess which one of those it was Yeah, we'll come back to you
2: I, um, <laughs> oh, no, it's a I know what you, ta- you
1: know that bit you're on about talking and yeah. radio <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: The thing is, you're asking me a big question You can't expect me to rush into that.
1: Well, let me put it this way: if it's Manic Street, if that's the name of the street where the people preach, then when we, we we, everyone says Manic Street Preachers. That's how you say the name of the band, isn't it? So that's right. If it's about people who preach in the street,
2: like Manic Street parking restrictions.
1: Yes, exactly. But uh, which, if they'd called it that. (laughs) Wouldn't have been terrible. No, <laughs> I'd have been okay with that, <laughs> unless they went on with all the hours and all that after being the title of the band. But um, perhaps all the uh, album titles could be different qualifications on the parking times. That's anyway, great. but if it's about street preachers who are manic, that we should pronounce it manic street preachers.
3: Yeah, it's the emphasis on
1: World Cup. I'm looking isn't it? to you, people. For th- there'll be people out there who are fans of the. Uh, yeah. Manic Street Preachers. And it's a music station. So it's a music let station. Let me know what the answer is to that. Absolute.
0: Absolute. Absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio.
1: I think we might have a, a Manic Street answer.
2: There's a few people have said a very similar thing. They've said, uh, someone texted in and said, um, James Dean Bradfield bust in Cardiff and the homeless people used to call him the Manic Street Preacher... As in m- preaching manically on the street.
1: Yeah, so it should be manic street preachers. That's yeah. what we should call them. We've been we've been on we've been stressing them wrongly for years because we say the the manic street preachers, and you'd never say, "Oh, I saw this manic street preacher in the road today."
3: You would, not, not You wouldn't. I don't know how would say? It, wouldn't you <laughs> <I> wouldn't say <laughs> like that. <laughs> I, would, I would not say it exactly just just you say. This. What? I, mean, I know what you mean. You mean don't emphasize the street. You no, s-
1: you do. You might. No, you need to emphasize the street if it's a street preacher. We emphasize the manic. We say manic. What do we say, manic? <laughs> manic street, manic <laughs> street, preachers. street preachers. You'd never say, "I saw a manic street preacher shouting in the street today." Would you? Well,
0: yeah, you I could. think I would. I think I'd you think wouldn't.
3: Manic is the bit that's interesting in it. Manic. Do we even call them a the manic? It's g- not,
1: not good on language. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've had this problem
3: before with desk, right desk, desk carts. Oh, yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> I consider that a foreign language,
1: though, so that's different. <laughs> well, you know, we're all gods chilling. I don't have French. Don't forget we're all gods chilling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not chilling. I've got my jumper on.
2: Is that uh, like, like Bidnes? <laughs> chilling.
1: It's like I'm going to heaven. <laughs> 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 You know, right. I'm going to heaven. That one is not actually, I, I mean, you know.
2: I you know, know, it's pronounced I'm going to heaven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it depends whether there's a place called the guine, which leads to heaven. Anyway, I think I'm right about the Manic Street preachers. We've all mm. been wrong forever, and, and, the, and the stress needs to be changed.
2: It's like um, take that. It's take that. Yeah. Not take that.
1: Well, there's only three How of them now. The poor, one? poor soul. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures of them now? Just three of them. They were wearing matching shirts. It looked like there was just one of them. <laughs> they were wearing matching shirts at their age. Yeah, no. oh, That's yeah. Not yeah that. That. Unlike <laughs> a
2: boy band.
1: Yeah, a man band now. But three, band. three men now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Take that. Don't take any more. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Actually, it's all right to take them all. Take that. Uh, Take, them, take that. Take them to an unmarked spot. <laughs> <and> hold them <coughs> until until the tax is repaid. That's what they should have done. Ransom. People don't think things through anymore. It's a strange show. I'm glad you came, Holly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that one of their songs, I'm Glad You Came?
1: <laughs> yeah, and I thought It's a Strange Show It's one of their... No, they wouldn't dare it's call it that. It's
2: a strange show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a strange show. See if they were, <laughs> if it featured somebody called Strange, it would be. Oh, it's a strange word, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Think about it.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Have
1: you ever been to the Royal Armoury in Leeds? Um,
2: no.
1: I-, I think I might have.
3: What happens there? Is there a lot of
1: arms? Well, yeah, it was mainly, it's mainly it, There's lots of arms. Yeah, there's um, you know, it, it goes, Did you kiss uh, some guns? <laughs> <laughs> if I could have got that, there's plenty of guns there. I must say. Yeah, there was um, it went. It's right there's, there's el helmets from ancient Greece, like the real thing. Yes. Right up to um, your modern day, um, street murderers, the manic street murderers. Oh
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I tell you what, the, and then there's in one corner there's a tiny room, and it's about peace. No, it's like they've said. Oh, of course, but give peace a chat. and chat. And peace like, a piece
2: of corner. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and uh, yeah, nobody puts peace in the corner. <laughs> That's what I think Gandhi said. <laughs> <laughs> Se- second reference this morning. Yeah, he's,
3: he's getting a lot of air time. Yeah.
1: Doing well. and not only that, I, I was I was in. Um, I think it, yeah, it's in Blackburn. They have a station, uh, at the railway station, they have a big mural of local uh, famous people, including Gandhi. He was from Blackburn? It was, turns out he's from Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. yeah he assumed I the knew. clog he for the sandal. Did he? He was a rebel. <laughs> no, he visited rebel there. A clog? Yeah, he, he visited <laughs> there once. And uh, so he, he gets to be on the mural at the station. That's... He's next to Wayne Hemingway.
2: Is he? <laughs> Is he the guy yeah. from Red or Dead? Yeah, yeah.
1: Wayne Hemingway.
2: <laughs> yeah, not not
1: Gandhi. No. Just because I was talking about shoes.
2: Is Red or Dead a shoe shop? I think they it do was shoes. Once upon a time. Yeah.
1: Do yeah. so they still exist? I don't
2: know. Wayne well, Hemingway does. That
1: could be though. another text in respect yeah, to him. He looks a bit like um, Gandhi so as <laughs> well. Maybe that's the thing. Yeah. I think they had Alf Garnett. Candy. Um, Heston anyway. Blumenthal, Harry Hill.
2: <laughs> 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 they had an artist with a very. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: just got, he got dot very... the one, just did the one face. Yeah. You know, the, he's a bloke who did those iron filings things that you used to get <laughs> where you used to make the bald man a bit hairy. <laughs> but it was an interesting place, I must say. The peace bit, not so interesting, because peace, although it's a wonderful thing. It's not as spiky and shiny as Warfaris.
3: No, it's got less interesting weapons, hasn't it?
1: But I tell you what I always do now, if I go to any um, place of interest like that, I always have a really good look round, and then I go to the shop,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and they'll have, like, a postcard or a model of something in there that I've missed. Oh, yeah. And I get really anxious that I've missed something that's good enough to qualify for merchandise.
2: What did you miss in the armoury?
1: Um I think it was just a particular flint lock I like the look of. <laughs> um so I'm when, what I'm gonna start doing, I'm thinking, is going to the gift shop first and working out what the yeah. big merch hits yeah. are and the then seeking shop. them out.
2: Basically the gift shop is your greatest hits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then well, you go nice. back through the well, it's, sort it's, of album.
1: It's a sort of a tracks. guide. You know that sort of thing on um is it on Amazon with it you know, people who bought this. Yeah also bought I'm going to do that in the gift shop if if it's on a postcard it's got to be worth seeing if it doesn't make you know the merch mm-hmm. it, it's it's filler that's a great one thing out. I hate is armoury filler it's yeah
2: if anything you want killer not filler when it comes <laughs> yes. to armoury killer. Yeah. killer
1: not filler would be a good title for an album yeah wouldn't it if it was a greatest hits album or killer not
2: thriller if you wanted a yeah, uh, yeah. Michael Jackson trib- tribute
1: yeah or if you didn't like it <laughs> um yeah Okay. The other thing I found that I really like doing, if I go to a, a place of interest, is afterwards saying... Because, you know, well, there was three of us went, and then we split up and looked around on our own. And it's finding a really interesting thing that you've got a pretty good idea they haven't seen. And saying, did you see that brilliant? And they go, oh, no, I didn't. And then that's great. <laughs> I love that. I really feel like, I feel like I've done something special with my life.
0: Skinner. Dean. And
1: Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. I am. Um, I was in a motorway uh, services this this week. Get you. What a week! Mm. And um, there's a place. Now, this. What do you make of this? This was a. There was a poster, and uh, you know po- posters, Holly. Didn't you win best poster in Edinburgh?
2: Yeah. Did you? Yeah.
1: F- fabulous. So f- go f- to you.
2: Out of all ever, all posters ever.
1: Wow. Mm. That's pretty biggie. That Including
2: is. that one of the Wonderbra one that got all the. Press. Oh, the car's
1: crashing. Yeah, mine is yeah. actually better yeah. than that. But if you look closely at that, it's filthy, that Wonderbra. <laughs> she's,
2: she's worn it for is five it? days she's on the had it on for, I'd
3: and say so, she's had it
1: on a month.
2: On We've this. had
3: no text in saying what makes a bra dirty, no. thankfully.
1: <laughs> no, I hope they know I'm talking about hygiene and not what makes a bra <laughs> dirty, I mean, from a moral point like, of view. Sort of leery <laughs>
3: gentle. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> when it's just a garment, it's just a support garment, so what's dirty about I'm not making that point. Anyway, um, yeah, so this, it was... It was a, a shop that sold um, various foodstuffs, on, you know, that, that you could eat at.
3: This isn't going to be another <laughs> KFC chicken
2: yeah. in a trial. No, no, it was Are describing a supermarket?
1: No, it was one that you, e- you eat hot food at.
2: Well, a restaurant.
1: Well, you know, but yeah. uh, motorway services, they're sort of very open and it's like a booze. Uh-huh. I
2: love the way you're explaining motorway services <laughs> to people who probably regularly go.
1: Well, we don't know that, do we? Don't know if our listeners... Um, travel <laughs> so um so anyway there was a poster and it had a big you'll like this it's a big drawing of a chicken good right? <laughs> i'm already on board like a, you know a sort of a a, a fully you Are know because i've got an appetite or because i'm the, known as the cockerel <laughs> with the, because you've got because you're known as the cockerel with the with the thing on the head and what's it called the, the what wattle or something is it called? oh yeah 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 i don't think it's called that but anyway um and it, this is what, now, I don't remember, this is not word for word, but this is damn close. I wrote this day I was so taken aback. It says, um, it says, uh, this illustration is decorative. It does not represent the actual product. <laughs> <laughs> so you could get chicken and chips and there was a drawing of a chicken and they felt the need to say that that wasn't what you actually, you don't get a whole chicken with the feathers. You know, it's not it's not like a voodoo threats <laughs> themed food thing. Can you, what is that about? Is that fear of being sued? Because someone yeah. said, oh, the drawing on there is like a big strident chicken, you know, with all the feathers on and stuff, and look at this. Yeah. What do you think, Holly? I was just Poster thinking, girl.
2: I was in um, America last week, and they oh, had all wow. these...
1: You couldn't <laughs> wait to bring that
2: up. <laughs> what, what
1: are their <laughs> service stations like?
2: They are amazing. Do they have,
3: like, open plan booths? Actually, they don't have that many eat? service
2: stations. Really? Yeah. They they have... You drive off and there's an entire sort of shopping centre. Oh. But they, every time you go into a restaurant, there's a huge... Most restaurants have a big sign that says, we sell products that may cause cancer... Uh, various diseases, and th- we're just stating this it, basically in case you sue them in five years' time and you mm. say, "I I used to tr- eat your chips or fries as they call them all the time, yeah. and now I have terrible disease." They just—it's all a disclaimer. Wow,
1: D- the dangerous products to get <laughs> them mean, the lost leader, terrible, isn't it? But, but it's not true here, isn't it? Who's going to go to a motorway services? I think it was somewhere like you know, Keel Who's going to go there and think this chicken doesn't look like that? I'll take take this to the court of European. (laughs) (laughs) No one in England sues anybody. I I, I blame injury lawyers for you. Yeah. Right. They've given this idea now it's all right to be in court getting your rights.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Gandhi again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Three. (laughs) That's three references.
0: Absolute. Absolute Absolute. Radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Alan Cochran and Holly Walsh is with us this morning Text the show on 8.12.15 We haven't had many texts this morning I suppose I've just been been very closed We have actually just had You're not reading them out, okay We've just had one from two. Hold on, I'll don't tell Nina. me no, I'm, I'm in the midst of doing that reading. Yeah, I don't think right, I have I'll to do it. I'll put
3: the it on show, hold.
1: Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You were saying, Alan...
3: Um, we've had a text in Frank from Nina, 215. White bras get dirty due to body lotion, especially in summer when you have a tan. So there you go.
1: Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, but that's white bras. Yeah, they I, all mean, get I dirty. don't. I
2: don't wear right, white bras for that reason.
1: Mm-hmm. But but it doesn't. Cause you get it's,
2: another two or three days, if you. But were. Because it's
1: a yeah, but it's it is dirt. It's not less dirty than no, a white. But it bra. doesn't show up. But yeah, but that's not the point, is it? No. What about the bacteria? <laughs> Mm, If you thought about that Um, We've also had
3: a text from 710 Hi Frank, Alan and Holly Am I getting old because I put a cardi in my shopping trolley the other day Just in case it turned out cold I'm only a young 52 but still worried As only sensible people would think of taking a cardi out with them I used to freeze in my teens My mother screaming put a cardi on When I went out in December in skimpy tops And now I'm my own mother Scared, frightened and other related words in the thesaurus Mm. Thesaurus,
1: there you go well, I, 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 think I, d- I don't think accessible. 52 is young. <laughs> but,
2: no, he, he, he she. or she has said she is, a, she is a young 52, so she could be two or three days into 52.
1: Oh, I see. Well, is what she that much you mean means, do you, you think? <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. might young at heart. I like see, 15, even then. though I, I'm older than, than her, I, I think, like, when I hear people say, you know, he's a young bloke, he's only like 31, I think, that's not young. <laughs> young is, you know, like twenty. Yeah. Three yeah, tops. That is wrong. Don't kid yourselves. I've learned to accept it. Yeah. Anyway, we all change with age. Take, for example, Andy Murray, the top flight oh. tennis player, who finally, finally, Finally did it. Yeah, has got engaged. It's exciting, isn't
2: it? i love thrilled. To. Aren't you a
1: little bit thrilled? Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm quite I thrilled. mean, I will get invited to the wedding.
1: Do you I think you're go, are?
2: Yeah. You know how you know how like when Elton John has a party and he just invites loads of famous people to mm. the party. Mm-hmm. I hope that they have a similar wedding. You know, they sell sell it to hello or okay, and I get to be page boy. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: is that? Do you know the the Murray Strokes Sears Clatner? But I do seems lightly. But you know, Sears.
2: Murray Sears. Nice. Sounds like a um, racing driver. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I, am. Um, I th- I'm interested that he's... Wait- uh, they've been together nine, nine years. Nine years, I think, yeah. Yeah. Is it because, um... He's, uh... He's trying to avoid a second service? <laughs> <laughs> because I really like the idea that he got married and it, and it failed. I don't like the idea of that. But then he had to—he got married again, and it, so it was his second service, and it was a much lesser, like it was a registry office <laughs> thing, because of it's the second. It. Yeah, just made it a bit safer. <laughs> the whole thing. So we weren't a, doing it for that.
2: Does anyone know any reason why these two should not be married? And someone just shouts, "Net." <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and that's because he's been seeing a woman called a net. Yeah. <laughs> that nobody knows about. Tell
3: I tell uh, go on. I, on. I, I like the fact that the papers made quite a big deal of. Uh, he proposed to Kim Sears with a diamond ring he chose himself. <laughs> Instead of he's just been walking in the streets and gone. Oh, there's a ring. Oh, I should probably propose. But he actually actively <laughs> chose it. I must admit, I'd, like I'd probably smile. say
1: I'd send my PA to get one. Problem?
3: <laughs> and <laughs> you think he might have done that?
1: Well,
2: I'd I... send your PA to ask. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't suppose she could actually take place in, uh, take part in the ceremony, but yeah.
2: So I, Frank's w- got a... Um, Frank's on tour, but he does have a Saturday free... <laughs> <laughs> three months. Yeah, exactly. So we're scheduling in a wedding.
1: He's going to shoot straight off for uh, to do Christmas Kitchen. <laughs> but um, we can fit it in that... No, it's... Um, I uh, I didn't know that they'd had uh, they'd had a fashionable split. You know, yeah. it's very fashionable now for audiences to split up. Audiences, <laughs> sorry, that was uh... a. <laughs> now I have a friend who's a Freudian who I've mentioned before. who says yes. there are no slips of the tongue; they all mean something. Really. So um, when I think of love, I think of audiences clearly, wow. rather than you know, that's a sad sign, isn't it? <laughs>
2: You were, Sorry, someone's audience... just
1: brought a sign in with a child <laughs> crying on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just pointing it out as so I went past. That was quite a sad one. Sorry, Ollie. It was, just, on.
2: uh, it was the idea of an audience splitting when you were sort of 11... And then you've never really recovered.
1: Yeah, exactly. One right. of
2: my audi- I used to see half the audience every other weekend. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I don't like the other half of the audience they've got with now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've got a step audience. Yeah,
1: it's got a much younger audience <laughs> that my original o- audience is now hanging around with. And they don't like a lot of my stuff. Do so you know what I mean? They want <laughs> stuff about the internet.
2: Well mm. that other audience is a young 52. <laughs>
1: yeah. mm. Oh, look, I hope there'll be more than that if it's half the audience. <laughs>
0: Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: So, with un- Andy Murray, mm-hmm. apparently they split up because of his obsession with video games. Yes. Do you
2: know that? No. That that's,
1: that's, is. Do you think it's in you know, on that old tennis game that you used to play? No. <laughs>
2: <boop. laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I love the idea of him thinking the other one's Fedra.
3: he <laughs> can't, can't turn it off. He's obsessed with it.
1: Yeah, what a weird thing. Though. It's
3: hearteningly normal, though, isn't it? Because I think he was... Angry being, bird. He was probably... Yeah. Yeah, That's what
1: I call his mother. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was probably in his 20s then, like, quite young, or maybe even younger than that. It's like kind of I know, normal, but isn't it? It's a
2: weird thing
1: to split up <laughs> over, video games. Well,
2: I'd say video games has, in many ways, saved my marriage. Really? really? Yeah, because over Christmas, when my husband comes to my family's house,
1: hmm.
2: he just plays football manager about 14 hours a day. And everybody's fine with it. He doesn't really? have to. He doesn't have to join in.
3: Does he play with anyone? Right? No, no, no. It's a very. I mean, he plays. Any of your family.
2: No, no, no. football sure manager is a very. Every, everyone's just like let him, let him do it.
1: Wow, is he not popular? Not, it's like he mean. doesn't
2: speak the same language as all of us, so we just talk to each other, and he just sits in the corner and plays football manager. No, the
1: language he speaks, I imagine, right, he's like, "Well, I'm over the moon." <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> it was a game of two halves. It was an audience of two halves. It's a turkey
1: of two halves. <laughs> <laughs> um, r- do they, uh, they not think he's a little bit unsociable?
2: No, I think people are. Fair, you know, I think Christmas is overrated as a family event. I think as long as you're all in the same room together. That's why everybody watches TV, Mm -hmm. Christmas. Just you know, all you, all you want to do is be near each other. You don't have to hang out, really, uh, talking-wise. We, ju- we just
1: play riddles in <laughs> yeah, our family, put the telly off. And, you know, my first is in fish, but not in boat. You play riddles? No, not really. Oh, I, that's totally how I that's believe a, that. I like the idea of a fam- the family who riddles together.
2: <laughs> a family <laughs> Sorry, the who only riddles ri- together? The yeah. only rhyme Widdles I can think together. of. Yeah, Widdles? So,
1: Widdles? Yeah. Well, I, I can only think of piddles, I'll be absolutely <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> I, I tried to fight saying it, but you pushed me into it. I, I did it, sorry. And, uh, yeah, I, I like the idea of um, the telly off and family doing something verbal. Mm-hmm. But even on the telly, you talk. I mean, unless it's like, you know, Doctor Who Google or, uh, or I'm on. Yeah, it
3: is a
2: bit like-
1: <laughs> But
2: Imon um, Oh, you're on. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm on uh, i Yeah, i isn't a new series that everyone loves. It's <laughs> a very popular show in our house. Shut
2: up! I'm on!
1: <laughs>
2: <Shut> up. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, but yeah, that, well, I, you must have a very tolerant family. Right? Do you think um, the minute the door closes behind, do they say, well, what about him again, eh? All <laughs> he did was play that
3: stupid game. She did game. well.
2: That's yeah. what I say. Do they? As long as he yeah. does well in the league, no one yeah. minds. He did well.
3: You know her husband's <laughs> the... League winner. Yeah. Brilliant. He <laughs> <Yeah>. took
2: <laughs> Crystal Palace to the top of championship. So when he goes me. back
1: to work and people say, have a nice Christmas, he's, and he'll say, well, you know, you're, a, you're up the <laughs> cop place. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't too bad. It's it. all right. Wow, hey,
2: I, I, I learnt a very interesting lesson about myself this week. John, I went to the hairdressers on Monday, mm. <clears> and I was, as a new hairdresser, I was having my hair washed, and i got my i get involved when somebody is washing my hair in a hairdresser's i i can't help it <laughs> verbally got, no <laughs> you
1: sit your hands
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Hands wise i've got quite small hands and these two you like,
1: reach up and
2: i reach up and start you know massaging my scalp
1: you're kidding me
3: you under a drape thing do you actually I get out of you free I get, yourself I like a straight jacket <laughs> yeah. that you're in
2: <laughs> I, I thought that was normal. My old hairdresser was fine about it. And my I new hairdresser He, did. he had
1: said, a nice easy job. Yeah, my yeah. new
2: hairdresser, hairdresser said, that's weird, what you're doing. That, well, that is because you're paying
1: them to wash your hair.
2: I don't like... I don't like the control... I don't like giving them the control of the leather.
3: <laughs> see, I quite like the fact that you get involved because it's sort of... It's a bit of moral support. I, I'm teased in my marriage because I
1: got... I thought you meant the hairdresser's. No, no. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Tease me with a bit of wax. like
1: Mr. teasy Weezy Raymond. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I uh, I got my first ever massage in um, Thailand with my oh wife. It's <laughs> <and laughs> time for the advert. <laughs> no, hang on, I haven't, it's not it's not that rude, honestly. But my wife was in the next bit, and I didn't realise that it's uncommon to make noises of af- appreciation. So I was going, oh, yeah, not, yeah,
1: that's good. You didn't, say, like, uh, you, uh, you, you didn't do say, you didn't say, oh baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that By the in way, the character of Frank who says, Ooh, baby? <laughs> <laughs> but
3: she well, said, oh, oh, "You one. don't do that. You don't. You don't say." I was, I was thinking for moral encouragement. They want to be like they know, like, oh yeah, he's really enjoyed this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or no. not? Apparently no, I not. do that in when I'm trying on clothes in the shop. <laughs> in the war. <whoa.
0: laughs> <laughs> 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 Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio.
1: I tell you what I wanted to ask you, Ali, as a married uh, person, and you're married as well, Al. I am a married person. Yeah. Um, I, I, I I reading about no, reading <laughs> about no relation. Reading about no. i'm not suggesting you're married to each other that'd be great that was how i revealed it on the show (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of us about what a lot of people might not know is you're married to each other and then you know oh people at home saying oh god i kept that quiet um anyway you do you wear an engagement ring um holly
2: i I wear an engagement ring and a wedding ring
1: yeah what i'm when I was um, a youth, mm-hmm. every married woman that I knew, and the, believe me, there were many, they. Um, I was a milkman. <laughs> was a rubbish <laughs> 1970s joke. Um, they all wore eternity rings.
2: What's the maternity
1: ring? A- eternity. E- 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 eternity. T- e- What's
2: eternity ring.
1: An eternity ring. We can't do grammar. Yeah, it was what you used to get, um, I think, pre engagement ring. Wow, and so every if you look now at old ladies' wedding fingers, um, be they <laughs> still contacted <laughs> to them or in a glass case, <laughs> you will see that they have, there's almost always three rings: wedding, engagement, and eternity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the eternity ring has clearly gone wildly out of fashion. Whereas, in in a way, it was the biggest commitment of all, wasn't it? Because yes. marriage is till death us do part. Eternity <laughs> is never mind death. We're just going to keep going forever. Mm. So what happened to the eternity ring?
2: Uh, The mood ring took over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) People realised eternity's a long time. Let's just see how it goes. (laughs) See, a mood ring, just gauge it day by day. A
1: mood ring's a bit more realistic. (laughs) (laughs) It it acknowledges some of the problems of marriage, (laughs) the mood ring. It's more of a warning sign. (laughs)
2: Just gives you a heads
1: up. Yeah, what you need is the mood ring like, but wired around the house. <laughs> yeah. So there's a stone in every wall so you can see when you get home <laughs> from work.
2: Is this a good day to propose? It's I'll leave gone it. it's gone though, hasn't it?
1: Yeah.
3: Do you think it's um that in that time we've become more educated about what eternity really means.
1: People are like, I've, I'd I've say we've become less educated about what was. eternity means. <laughs> <laughs> about that, you heard it here first on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Do you
3: reckon people just read Dawkins and went, "Oh, I can't get an eternity ring. That is a long time." <laughs>
2: no. Nope. Do you know? Well, <laughs> I wonder is why people renew their vows. Because it's sort of like when someone says lifetime guarantee, and then hmm. they'll be like paid ten pounds <laughs> to keep this lifetime gu- guarantee yeah well i yeah. was
1: talking to uh, a couple the other night in, a, in one of the one of my geeks who had renewed their vows and i was asking i said you must feel that th- that you know the the battery's losing a bit of power yeah, you top it up. in order to have the urge to do that you must think well those vows are a bit
2: well, rocky
3: um- the only people I can think of in the public eye that continually renewed their vows in a big party every year were Seal and um, Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum and um, they split, didn't they? They split about three years ago, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it might not work long term to constantly renew your vows. That's mm.
1: just what yeah. I didn't like about it is that Seal at the end of it used to go, <laughs> 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 and I thought to me that spoilt the uh, the specialness. The
0: Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio.
1: I think we might have some news on the Eternity Ring front. A few
0: people have
2: texted in to say an Eternity Ring you're supposed to get at the birth of your first child.
1: No, that is a maternity. Or is that a paternity (laughs) ring? Some people are also saying
3: after the first year of marriage. And and then there's a few people saying um, that they give their... uh, Eternity ring after the birth of the first, after the wedding, which was after the birth of the children.
1: Oh, Different oh, order geez, these yes, days, the modern it? world. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's once you get over byer's remorse. I think once you once you've done the marriage, you've regretted it for a bit, and yeah. you feel okay about it. That's yeah. when you get the old
1: well, okay. get down um, to
2: Elizabeth Duke. This
1: is getting a bit more personal than I, mean. I was.
2: <laughs> 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 when do you get a party ring?
3: Oh, good question. <laughs>
1: Don't what know. about marrying haste, repent at leisure? That's, <laughs> what, that's one of my favourite proverbs ever. <laughs> the idea of repenting at leisure. You just get yourself nice and settled, put your feet up, <laughs> then you repent yeah. massively. Well, they've faded away. Yeah. It's all right for Kim... Uh, Kim Mori, though, as she'll soon be. Well, it's Kim Mori. Um... Kim Kim Mori. That's what they should do at the uh, Kim Kim Mori, Kim Kim Mori, <laughs> Kim, Kim, <laughs> Kim Kim. That should be the song at the wedding. <laughs>
3: I thought it was uh, somewhat naive in the article <laughs> of the uh, Daily Mail. It says, uh, the proposal puts an end to years of speculation about the couple's future. And I thought, I'll bet it doesn't. <laughs> All it does is just change the speculation, innit? Like, as soon as they're married, there'll be but loads of Yeah, going. what's
1: going on with their marriage? Yeah, <laughs>
3: when they're going to have a baby? When are they going to divorce? It's just naïve.
1: You're yeah, quite right. Naïve from the halfway line. That's what it is. So, um Some football commentary for a yeah. long time ago. What else Holly, what else has been going on in your crazy life?
2: I have started doing I've, start, I've started going back to the gym You're a
1: your wag like, You're still a wag if you're married to a football manager
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a wag If you're married or going out with someone And a woman, full stop oh, really?
1: wife, and, wife and girlfriend oh, yeah, it's It doesn't point. specify sports It's, person. it's not I'm
2: specific to sports I, think, I
1: thought you were a gym person Anyway a bit of a gym bunny do you work yeah.
2: out <laughs> i do like going to the gym but i went and started going i've started going to this class every week it's a tuesday morn- tuesday lunchtime and there's this guy in it who sort of made friends with the gym instructor
1: what co- what kind of class are we talking
2: it's called body blast
1: body blast
2: yeah you blast blast your body
1: I like the sound (laughs) of it body what what do you what is it it's
2: aerobics it's aerobics it's really? just aerobics. It's
1: not aerobic. Jumping
2: around on the spot. My used it's to aerobic.
1: Keep fit. Yes,
2: keep fit. Is, yes, is it the modern keep it's fit? Modern, it's
1: in it. modern. It's that modern. Society. It's not modern. It's not modern aerobics. <laughs> it's absolutely from the yeah. 1980s. It's it. called body blast. I mean, It's called body blast. Fit. Yeah, I'm doing calisthenics Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with Indian clubs, meaning like white trousers and a white vest. Nice. <laughs> Wowee. <laughs> I really thought that had gone.
2: Or aerobics. Yeah. Well, it's back. It's back with a blast.
1: Well, <laughs> I, uh, it is as well, literally. Well, I um, I want to hear more about this. We'll come back in a sec. This
0: is Frank Skinner, Absolute
1: Radio. Holly, um, yeah. you're doing aerobics.
0: So I was <laughs> at the
2: aerobics body blast, and. Um, <sighs> There's, there's people, I think this happens in a lot of classes I've been to, but I really noticed it this week. There's always someone who hasn't sort of got in with the aerobics instructor and is now their kind of new best friend. And, like, they'll... So, for example, like, at Halloween, this guy came dressed as, like, a witch. And to an aerobics like, Yeah, and <laughs> like, ah, what a card. And then he sort of, um... You know, like, he'll, like, high-five the aerobics instructor or he'll sing along to all the songs. And I I just realised those people who make friends with aerobics instructors are officially the most annoying people I've ever seen in my life. You shouldn't do that.
1: I I must admit, I've I've never thought of them as a category before. (laughs) (laughs) First, because I thought aerobics had gone, but um, I didn't know people befriended the teacher like that. He he sounds like like Timmy Mallet.
0: Yes,
2: yeah, that's right. They're like teacher's pets.
1: It reminds me, like, back in the West Midlands, you used to get blokes who were, not just blokes, all women, who would stand at the front for the whole journey talking to the driver. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a mate mate of the driver, (laughs) so I don't don't need to sit down, I'll just chat to him. (laughs) It's exactly the same. Yeah.
2: But they sing along and they really get into it and they, like, feel the burn, they share it with everyone. I think you can use... I'm
3: feeling the burn. (laughs) They say, I'm feeling the burn. Yeah. Do they? Yeah.
1: Wow. You
3: I can, that you can use but that. But
2: they say, I'm feeling the blast. Oh, it's yeah. Not yeah. It's, body, it's, not, it's
1: not body burn. Yeah. Body burn. <laughs> yeah, what well, you that. Yeah. I went to... Um, Nick Griffin used to do a, a little... Uh, from the BMP did a class called, uh, <laughs> called Book Burn. Yeah? <laughs> I used to go to. No, not really. Um, I... Uh, D- isn't this a chance for you to get a bit of solidarity with the other members of the group oh. in a sort oh, of awesome have. them? Have you we got have, that? Yeah,
2: oh, awesome those two.
1: Yeah, these, I mean, the Timmy Mallet to this world, they're very good for awesome them work. Yes. Because then you've got something to talk about Define to the other one.
2: Oh, but you, you see, the thing is, is that it's not a team sport, Aerobics, though. There's no. You know, you don't really talk to the people. You go in, you do it, you leave. Then you get to the dressing room mm. and you take your clothes off and you don't make eye contact with your naked. Take
1: outfit off. <laughs>
3: yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Throw the cape on the floor. You
1: filthy old bra. <laughs> 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 what about if next Halloween you all get together and buy a, docking stool? What, a was was ducking there. stool? When he turns up in there. what a <laughs> They used to <laughs> test witches? if witches were real or not. They used to put them under the water. <laughs> and then you can get your own back on this man. I'm going to name him. I'm I, I Don't know his name, but I'm playing this just for him.
0: Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together—the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio.
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Alan Cochrane and Holly Walsh. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio radio website. We haven't had much contact this morning, have we?
3: Uh, We have a bit. You you do sometimes say that when we've read them. You know, you sometimes think, oh, we haven't, but we have.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe uh, I'm a fool. Don't laugh at me because I'm a fool. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, actually, why did I say that? Where were we? Holly, are we still at Didn't your aerobics, aerobics class?
3: with your body? you about body the most annoying
2: people I've ever seen in my life.
3: High-fiving the instructor sounds you know, ridiculous.
1: I've never even seen the blokes with the bus driver do that.
3: <laughs> I do like it when two bus drivers stop the buses when they're on opposite sides of the road and have a chat. Have you seen that? I don't mind oh, that, you that. see,
1: because they're colleagues. But <laughs> yeah, this person at the front, nice. what right have they got no, to ride on the platform? that
2: person is a punter and the person yeah. is a sit instructor.
1: Ta- sit down.
3: But when they high five the instructor, is it during the routines? Yeah. Is it when they're saying like the star jumps? This guy so added extra
2: flourishes up. to everything. Like he's done it so many times, he's like, I'm, I'm building on this. Take
3: it a bit further. Yeah.
2: And he. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how annoying. Similarly, similarly annoying people are people who laugh at jokes at the theatre. You know, people who, Even if
1: they're funny jokes.
2: Like, not funny jokes. Mm, they're no. never funny jokes in the theatre. They're I just thought... comparatively funny compared to how boring the rest of the play is.
1: I <laughs> used to think that until I was in a West End play and then I grew to love those people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, you know who those people are? They would have high-fived you if you'd done a lunge near them.
1: If I did a lunge near them, I think they might have to get me on a drip <laughs> for my high-five. <laughs> it would have been almost certainly accidental. <laughs> Accidental, <laughs>
2: accidental Lunge does sound like an album.
1: Yeah, or, or a band. Yeah, I went and saw Accidental Lunge at <laughs> Brixton Academy.
2: Didn't, yeah. didn't yeah. they used to be Take That? Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs>
1: take That. Their new album called Three. That's what it's called. Which I believe is how, my, how many pennies in the pound they pay. Tax. <laughs> Mm. And uh, so you were saying you've been? Have you been on holiday or have you been working I in went, in the United States? I went States?
2: to work for a bit. Really? And, uh, Gigging? Yeah, I, did a, I did a gig. Have you broken America?
1: <laughs> wow! <laughs> it I, looks a bit broken. Is that, I, a jagged, that jaggedy I bit I down by you? Uh, the corner. <laughs> no, did you?
2: Yeah. Did you I go to break an America? That. Be honest. I went to break it. Any. I didn't
1: even dent it. You don't do it on your first go. <laughs> Herman's did... Hermits, I think it was third tour.
2: Was really? it? I'm guessing. But they are hermits. <laughs> they so are they hermits, that's the trouble. They go trauma. near anyone.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. People didn't even know they'd been there. <laughs> Their problem was communication <laughs> they just between did tours,
2: wasn't
1: they it? They did it in caves. <laughs> Herman, he, he got out and out about, but he's hermits, obviously. Yeah. They were very stay-at-home.
2: Um, so was it
1: good though? I'm interested It was really
2: good, it was really fun And um, then, in the airport on the way back I bumped into someone from school, in LA In LA?
1: Yeah. Wow And I
2: just thought, that's so weird You just can't, ju- you know, you just meeting that I mean, we had this unfortunate thing of It was a sort of delay and we had to wait around for three hours in the airport so we we caught up for the first 10 minutes and then we had to really drag (laughs) out the the next 2 hour and 15 minute conversation when
1: had you last seen this person at school so you had plenty to talk about surely Hello. Well, be, I mean, there's
2: a reason why I only last saw them at school. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess. Uh, so. Oh, right. I know
2: this. He, he was a nice guy. But, but that is ago.
1: exciting. I remember when I bumped into Daisy in Edinburgh <laughs> unexpectedly. Just that was in Edinburgh. Daisy, who I see every week, <laughs> just seeing someone that you, when you, you haven't yeah, planned it's it so odd. Or, It's I think a small it's brilliant. World. What is about it? when I got to Heathrow and two of my nieces were there? Um, <laughs> that was when I in, in Bieber waiting for him to arrive. Is that true? Yeah, they'd been yeah. there since like. Eleven o'clock the previous night. This is like seven o'clock in the morning. Just waiting for Bieber.
3: I don't always like it. They're bumping into people out of context. Bumping into people. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I was once in a swimming pool with my family and a, a guy who works in a kitchen at one of the comedy clubs. I play in swam up and went, "Hello, Alan." <laughs> no, went, oh, not out of context. <laughs> <are> <laughs> I know. I don't what want people.
1: I don't want people in swimwear. <laughs> <laughs> who I've only seen in other things, but um, generally, I've seen him
3: in chef White? <laughs> he swam up to me. Oh.
1: Did he have like that little check swimming trunks (laughs) on? like a waterproof (laughs) chef's hat. (laughs) Just wore a waterproof chef's hat like like the ones you see on chicken's legs.
0: Yes. (laughs) You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
1: I met um, a member of my management company sort of a kind of a senior figure at, at, uh, at my management company in a uh, it, we were both waiting for our girlfriend What well, I was waiting for my the same
2: uh, woman <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> awkward well I hope not because it was in. Uh, they were trying on um, clothes in a shop and uh, I sat down she went into a booth to try on clothes and then I realised he was sitting opposite me there was like leather armchairs for the you know for the uh, the partners oh wow um as the, what made it awkward is it was agent provocateur. Oh, that, oh, that, that is involved. embarrassing. So it was a kind of. A, oh, I, don't know, <laughs> s- I suddenly it felt perfectly fine to me before, but suddenly it felt I couldn't. I couldn't look him in the eye.
2: Two lechy men waiting for their <laughs> ladies to come
0: out.
1: That's what it felt like. <laughs> like, like, like
2: but, but, you know what the women were thinking? How many days can I get out of this yeah,
1: without watching so. it? <laughs> Exactly. If
2: I just sprayed it with a bit of deodorant that would just, That's
1: another three days <laughs> Yeah well respect to them for that But um, it, I found it uh, a strange thing I felt like I'd let myself down Let him Bye down and, and let all our readers down <laughs> We've
3: had a text saying Can we add in people who clap at the end of a film in the cinema I hate that <laughs> We seem to be doing a texting of uh, What do you hate? People at high-five aerobics
1: instructors I don't mind people applauding at the end of a film. Really? Really? Oh, no, that is yeah. Irritating. I remember the first time I saw Jaws, when the shark got blown up. Spoilers! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Everybody went, whee! A really massive cheer, and I thought that was great. It was just relief. Yeah. And then uh, they did it also at the end of Play Misty for me, when the woman dies. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it re-released? I don't think so. <laughs> Can we mention anything that happens in any film or book or television <laughs> program nowadays without being fallen into spoiler territory?
2: Do You know, which is the best one for that—the Bible. Yeah. Like, if you said what happened at the end, it wouldn't ruin anything that <laughs> happened in the previous <laughs> forty-five chapters. What forty-five? Depends. I don't what know. You're I'm saying. Sure. But if you go uh, and in the end they all some uh, horsemen come down and the whole uh, world gets it, eaten by locusts. That's actually not going to ruin the plot <laughs> of the know rest that. of it. I might
1: read that now. It sounds all right. The thing to do is to mislead them and say, "Yay, yeah, dies in the end." And they th- when they get to that bit, and they said, "Oh, it's all the end ruined there," and then he comes back. And don't tell them that bit. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a,
0: <laughs> that's using
1: spoilers as entertainment.
0: The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Um,
3: we asked for. a uh, texting about people that we find annoying, like high-fiving aerobics teachers, etc. And uh, 034 has texted, people who applaud when a plane is landed. It's like celebrating a bus driver at each stop. That's a a valid point.
1: (laughs) I bet that bloke who stands at the front probably does that. (laughs) Um, I I don't mind that as well. There isn't enough applause in life for you <laughs> not for me there is in yours you're on tour there was a, p- yeah. a pathetic moment in um i think i was in doncaster and it's there was a, a massive storm and i thought it was applause and it was rain on the roof <laughs> oh, no. and then someone said frank it's just a sound check oh, and you no. drifted off into oh, some kind of like awful
3: rapturous applause were you bowing and they went it's just the rain on the roof
1: i the first <laughs> time i went on a plane actually was to italy and it was struck by lightning and uh, they applauded. And I just thought they'd applauded because we hadn't all perished. Uh-huh. Um, but then I realised, that there, I think in, Ita- in Italy, it's quite the norm to applaud when they land. Right. I think it's fair enough. uh uh-huh. you've ever been on, on a flight assimilator, it's a tricky job landing an aeroplane.
3: I haven't tried landing an aeroplane. But given how much uh, you find reversing even your car, a big like, a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you are you are meant to be able to drive it in both directions. That is part of the
1: well. Um, responsibility it was a later development, I think, the reverse gear.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we only talked last week about people pushing cars, didn't we? You got quite yeah. nostalgic about people pushing cars. Yeah, you? I
1: saw someone pushing a car. I, I thought to, that had died out.
3: Like cut cut to this week.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> There's a story in the paper about um, a. a Plane being pushed by 70 passengers because the gears had frozen up.
1: Brilliant. I think the weight. Uh, yeah, the brake pads. I think had frozen. Really. Brake pads but, shouldn't they, be. They'd frozen. Stop them I think off. they'd sure. frozen onto the wheels, so they couldn't. The plane couldn't move, so they had to push the plane to sort of break the ice, hold on the wheel is How it worked. Really? There was I a photo so. of these because I thought, what yeah, do I you push? I watched a video of it. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> what do you push when you push a plane? And they'd all got their arms on the up on the wings, and were just yeah. pushing it like you know, they were I, launching a big glider.
2: I would have got fifteen of the smaller people, gathered them around the brake pads. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: a bit of hot breath that's what it needed that would have been great. if anyone just hot tuned breath. if anyone just tuned in then and got that <laughs> <laughs> they got um, absolute um, as- absolute love nest which is our new uh, yeah do you know they're launching absolute love nest It's
3: a spin off in it
1: yeah you know, nice. I, I don't know, I can't, I
3: can't see it'll catch love up nest. I, uh,
1: I watched the video
3: of the 70 passengers uh, pushing the plane and couldn't help but admire the guy who was filming it instead of doing his share <laughs> of the pushing. <laughs> like, you guys go. I'm just kidding. Yeah. And also, who gets their phone to work in minus thirty nine degrees? Minus fifty
1: two. Apparently, fifty two. That is wow. You know what that is? Cold. <laughs> that is- <laughs> That's cold. It, is it can't cold. help. <laughs> it's hard to it. I didn't, didn't realise I was conversing with an expert. But yeah, you're right. Well, that I is was cold.
2: In- I-, I think after five, minus five, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's, just, it's cold as cold Well,
1: that. I was in Iceland with David Badil and it was minus 28. Mm-hmm. And um, we went, we did some outdoor bathing in the Blue Lagoon, which is a heated... <laughs> <Bizarre>. <laughs> <Say> that again. <laughs> the
2: Blue
1: uh, Lagoon. The <laughs> Blue Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
2: It's,
1: it's, uh, a, it's, it's a bar in
0: North London that Blue they Lagoons. frequent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Legume. <laughs> and uh, it was 28 below. And as long as you got... Water over your neck, you were warm because it was over your shoulders. So we were in there, and I, you know, I could not resist that schoolboy thing of when we dashed back into the thing. Of course, I had to lock him out (laughs) (laughs) for about 20 seconds. I just couldn't, it's utterly and completely irresistible. So, uh, um, he was in hospital for I think
0: (laughs) two weeks. Absolute radio. Absolute radio. We
1: were talking about them Ukrainians, what pushed a plane. There you go. Nice recap. Thanks very much. Can you imagine that moment though when they got out there on the freezing cold and one of them looks at the other and says, Right, comrades, push. Ready, we'll okay. You <laughs> doing the You were doing the play. I did everything. <laughs> <laughs> Drama. There isn't enough of it on this channel. I've said that once. I've said it, I think, four times. It's, <laughs> four <laughs> times.
2: it's afternoon play. Yeah, on Absolute radiation.
1: I'd love to do that. Shall we? Shall we okay. put that yeah, to them? Yeah, why not? Do you just... act? Yeah, I do act. Emily I mean, I'm, was I'm a available. former child star. What was <laughs> she in? I'm emerging. <laughs> yeah, emerging talent. <laughs> Hold on, let me just. Uh... That's better. Not emerging anymore. <laughs> Um, she was in uh, Diana Triffid was she? yeah that's
2: very impressive
1: it was impressive it's a a BBC sci-fi classic
3: on the uh, on the subject of them push starting the plane, I genuinely was hoping that it would then do a couple of laps of the <laughs> thing whilst they all had to clamber aboard. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> well, then, when, well, when I first read it, yeah,
2: cars, yeah, you can't stop it.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I it was like, look, the, the pilot of might, of might have stuff. been doing it with one foot in the <laughs> cabin. <laughs> and the other you know, this bloke's pushing <laughs> the car like, one hand on the wheel.
2: Yeah. <laughs> do you think other people had to get out of other planes? Oh come on, <laughs> we'll just give him a push.
1: Him a... <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we'll give this yeah give this bloke a hand. Uh, i was on the, the bingo bus one night which was um that you know if you got one of the if you got a bus that was about half 10 all the women got out uh, came out of the bingo all got on the bus and they were very it was like sort of mega loose women they were incredibly sort of shrieky and sort oh, you mean of like the television wild television
3: program loose women
1: yeah right uh, no, they weren't lose mega <laughs> <Never make laughs> losers. Right? Uh, so they'd <laughs> all get and right any bloke store. on there used to get, stick, you know, come on, come and sit by me, yeah, darling. Yeah, yeah. It was all that kind of thing. And this bloke, um, the doors were sticking on this bus, and this guy—I I mean, he must have been—I think of him now as incredibly old. He's probably mm-hmm. younger than me, mm-hmm. but no, he must have been. I bet he was sixty-five, and he and he pushed that—he he, he couldn't open the door. The doors didn't open automatically, and the driver said, "You got to push it, push it." And the bloke went round the back of the boss and started <laughs> vainly pushing at the back of his double-decker boss. Oh, can you... When he got on, these women were, like, hysterical with laughter. <laughs> this bloke sat there and it was, it was like, terrible <laughs> torture and he'd meant so well. Oh, dear. Anyway, he died. Um.
0: <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
3: Uh, we've got a couple of texts in that I would like to bring to your attention. Well, uh, thank you. 215 has texted tree looks pathetic going to get a bigger one three exclamation marks and three kisses and then one minute later sorry absolute not meant for you three exclamation marks <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's a good. quid quid of a minute out of that <laughs> <so>. <laughs> And (laughs) and it's nice that we're kept in the loop I I agree, I think that tree looks pathetic You're doing the right thing I respect to
1: this person though First of all that they sent an apology for sending me But also that I I, I think once I've committed to a tree Even if it looked pathetic I think well that's just it for this year I'll get a bigger one next year To actually go uh, and upgrade
2: Agreed Mind you he does have, or she, does have a month. I mean, they've gone in early. Gone if I think the reason time, why that tree looks pathetic is because it hasn't had its full growing cycle. Exactly.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. still got a month's
2: more of growth in like it. It's like the
3: suckling pig of the tree world, isn't it? <laughs> you
1: we've, it go. we've got one coming, Nervous. On got one coming this week. I think you want to get, tree? once December's around, you want to get the tree in. You want to have a tree already? Yeah, you've got to get your money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> That's out. the sort of thing that I'm
3: meant to say.
1: Well, you don't want to spend you a spend a day dressing the damn thing. You don't want to be taking it down within a.
2: You know, my what I mean? dad is Merry the Christmas. same philosophy, different end of the spectrum. He will get it on uh, December the 24th about 5:30 in the evening. Mm. He'll drive around the laybys of <laughs> of Buckinghamshire where he lives, yeah, looking for the cheapest. Most terribly damaged. Brilliant. That will be the one that he takes.
3: Put it up, take wow. it down on the twenty seventh. Yeah. Job done. Why not?
2: Firewood, <laughs> Keep war- yeah.
1: Oh, I don't know why. Strip he didn't it down. For if, he gave it a, if he gave it a couple of days, he could just get some discarded ones. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, like, like getting... We, your, yeah, we have Christmas on, on the January, January. The 3rd. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where everything's Like cheaper. getting your Easter eggs on, like, Easter Tuesday when they're <laughs> half-price. <laughs> <laughs> not enough of that.
0: Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: I did a gig in Wimbledon last night. Theatre, not the uh, arena. Like no, it's covered. It
0: really I had
1: an idea. Um, there was an empty box. Um, uh, you know, you get like the, ro- the, the royal, royal box, box. there, and sold those. So there was one at either side of the stage. Mm-hmm. So me is a very good place to see So I said, what a shame to, what, to, to not sell the box. When the-. this woman said, uh, "Yeah, I'd like to go in the box," and I said, "Well," look, and there was like the, the way the lighting rig was. It, I, f- I reckoned you could climb it. Oh dear! Into the box.
3: I, is this you? Just. Saying this, hoping that a lawyer will. Come no, and, so come I got this. I said, services. "Come on,
1: come on, I'll, I'll give you a leg up, I, reckon I can get you up there." Oh no! So she got. She was a big, well, not not big in a fat woman, but <laughs> a big, big as in like she was probably like in, in her heels, probably six foot. And you're not you're not one for manual labour, are you? <laughs> no, not, like you've not got, with my back. Not got any practice? <laughs> no, I dare you say that. But yes, <laughs> um, and so. Um, she started clambering. The audience were, like, aghast, because oh, okay. she, was, she was, like, you know, statuesque. I mean, <laughs> d- don't get me wrong, I don't mean she was... She was just, a, you know, yes. tall. And so she started climbing, and this thing was a bit... I don't think it was meant to be climbed on. No. And uh, suddenly, a member of staff appeared <gasps> in the box and said, Stop! You have to stop now, like <laughs> a guy in a waistcoat. Oh,
3: dear.
1: Not a pajama, was no, great. no, it wasn't him. <laughs> He'd been sleeping in there. That's why I hadn't sold him. <laughs> but it. But yeah, so I thought it was—I uh, thought it was a lovely moment. But I did—I did, I got her to sign to the microphone before she when she just started climbing. I said, can I, "Can I establish that this is your idea, not mine? Um, you know, and, and you're, I'm, I'm not responsible." And she said, "You know, I take full responsibility." Would that have but been you legally binding? Her. I didn't say I, I encouraged. You gave her a leg up. <laughs> well, I never actually came to that. When oh, I, really? Yeah, but you did make end, a point. Disclaimer. Can I say like she an had American trousers <laughs> on? Yeah, she had point. trousers on. It was an opportunism. <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear. <laughs> it. I actually checked before I offered to help her out whether she wore trousers but or she had trousers. Yeah, because I didn't want any. I didn't want anything sordid. Yeah, but it's it could so. have gone very wrong.
2: Well, <laughs> it, I, I mean, in a way, it did.
1: Well. It would have gone a lot wronger if she would have fell and broke her back.
3: Is this the moment we're choosing <laughs> to end the show? <laughs> <You didn't> yeah, <laughs> this I like morbid to. Fantasy
1: about well, I'm, I'm <laughs> leading into the back. adverts. The first one of which is injury lawyers for you. <laughs> you know what? I think I might go back to the whole end, the old ending. i d I'll never repeat. I never found anything anywhere near as good. So you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Holly, thank you so much for helping thank us out you. the last minute today. You've been fabulous as ever. Um, Now get out.
0: The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.